We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. guys are in for a treat. Surprise, bitches. I'm Daniel Kuzer, and uh, Jimmy Max gone. St- not not dead. Still alive. Uh, just, he's off the grid. Alright, we lost him. And uh, I gotta keep this thing going. And I appreciate you joining in with me today, because there is a lot to talk about. We're gonna get into it right now. But first of all, gotta pay a little love to our our partners over at Manscaped. And by the way, I realized that you're not truly a good podcast unless you have a sponsorship from Manscaped. Or they just give sponsorships to everybody. I don't know. But if the USC, UFC has it, uh, uh, Pat McAfee show has it, those are big time people. We have it. So that's a big deal. But hey, all the way from Australia to Houston, do we have a pube problem? If so, our friends at Manscaped have cleared you for takeoff with their fourth generation and brand new lawnmower 4.0. Kick your pubes to the next planet with the Performance Package 4.0. The orbits in your pants will feel like you're in zero gravity when you use the best tools for the job from the leaders in male grooming. Join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get your rocket ready for takeoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code NOOTHERPOD. Guys, we're getting a lot of feedback on this. I've got people hitting me up. Hey, what's that code again? They're getting it done. Uh, please do this. If if not, Manscaped's gonna give up on us, and we don't we don't want to be second rate. All right, we're we're ten star, we're five star men. All right, we're feeling good. We're ten out of ten people. So, you know, if you're ready for an out of the world experience, look no further than the Performance Package 4.0 from Manscaped that has just taken off in not only the USA but our Canadian friends. The UK, across Europe, Australia, South Africa, Singapore. Ha! That's crazy. Inside the package, you'll get the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, love them, and a travel bag to hold your whole solar system. I'm sensing a a planet theme, by the way, uh, around spherical objects. It's cute. First schedule for liftoff, new Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer. This spaceship is here to guide you on a journey to trim your body, balls, butt, and even Uranus. Oh, jeez. This fourth-generation trimmer also features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. 
Lawnmower 4.0 has a 7,000 RPM motor, a new multifunction on-off switch, can engage a travel lock, and is even waterproof. Guys, abort Harry Balls and Buzz Lightyear that Woody with Manscaped. All right, get 20% off plus free shipping with the code NOOTHERPOD at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code NOOTHERPOD at manscaped.com. For a clean trinity and beyond, your space balls will thank you. Spaceballs, good stuff. Hey, thank you guys for sticking with me here. Let's jump right into it. All right, we got we got some match recaps going on. Uh, we got some player movement. We got a, a game Tuesday, little Leagues Cup action. So let's talk about it, should we? Because Sporting vaulted to freaking first place in the West with a, a 4-1 win at LAFC. Now, Jimmy and I talked about this, and we didn't know that this would happen. I, I I think I said we'd get two wins. He said we'd uh, maybe draw LAFC and win Colorado, I believe. So a little shifty there, but uh, gosh, not only did we go to LAFC and play well, uh, we crushed them. Okay, three goals in the first half, insane. Goals from Polito, Martins, first MLS goal, Shallowy, of course, and Gotti Kinda later on in the second half. Um, this was when we drew level on points with the Sounders, right? LAFC got that late goal. I'm sure Timmy was pissed off to give that up. Uh, this also marked the 200th coaching win for Sporting and, and Peter Vermees in all competitions. So that's kind of cool. The dude kind of has tenure here and can do as he pleases. I, I think he uh, does. He pay for a meal in Kansas City anywhere? Do you think he has to? Does he even eat out because that body is good? All right, it just doesn't quit. So. Guys, this kick this kicked off a uh, six matches in eighteen days. If you're if you're good at math, there that's a that's a game every three days, an average. Okay, we had a little change to the lineup since our loss to FC Dallas uh, at home. We won't revisit that at all. But Ilya Sanchez uh, was there for Roger, and Polito came back in that replaced uh, Johnny Russell. It was awesome, man. Twentieth uh, minute, Zeusy sends a ball. For Kyrie Shelton to chase. The keeper comes out. Y'all ready to get pissed? Y'all ready to get pissed? Shelton beats him to it. And just gets hammered. Just hammered. I, I keep watching this and I'm like, Jesus, dude. And, and there's not a single card on this. Not a single card. So naturally, I'm upset. I think all of Twitter is in an uproar. It, it made no sense that not even a yellow because he he wasn't playing the ball, right? His eyes weren't even on the ball. He's like, oh, crap, there's a player. I should put up my hands and jack him in the chest. Anyways, Polito was able to get to that ball. There was one defender coming back there, empty net. Boom, seventh goal of the season for Polito. Meanwhile, Kyrie Shelton's in the freaking hospital. Yeah, hospital. Not a head injury, which would be valid because a boot came down and, and crushed his forehead. But then another boot came down and hit him in the tummy. And so I'm thinking like, dude, is he going to have to get his appendix out or something? Is is something, is his spleen ruptured in there? It's not good. Uh, apparently he's doing better. He sent a message to the fans via Nate Bucati, I think, letting everyone know thanks for the support. And he hopes to be out soon and back on the team uh, helping get wins. So pretty crazy. But you got to be high on momentum there. Because LAFC, the crowd's rocking. They're feeling good. I mean, okay, 1-0, whatever. Uh, how about eight minutes later when Luis Martins gets his uh, first career MLS goal? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he 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 starts to play. 
running onto the central channel uh, of the field. He kicks it out left to Shallowy. And then uh, Shallowy kind of comes down to the end line, passes it back in as Shallowy does because it wouldn't be a game without Shallowy on the stat sheet. And Luis Martin just, just freaking opens it up and, and tucks it into the right corner. I mean, I, I read a stat on, uh, on SportingKC.com and it said Academy products have now scored or assisted in 12 straight MLS matches dating back to May 16th. Seems like we got a pretty good thing going on. Uh, does FC Dallas have stats like that at their academy? I know they like to think that they're the best academy in the world, and I refuse to acknowledge that. Anywho, 2-0 now. Uh, how about how about eight minutes later, where Shallowy gets on the score sheet again with a goal? Zussi starts his overlapping run down the right wing, uh, as Zussi as does. Kyrie gets it to him, and then... Zussi crosses it to Shallowy, kind of a low cross who does a f- first touch side roundhouse kick uh, that, you know, Zlatan would be proud, I would say. Not not as karate as Zlatan might do, but it was uh, it was nice, man. Pinpoint precision, and Zussi now has assists in three straight matches, and Shallowy leads MLS with 15 combined goals and assists. So, good lord. Now we're up 3-0. At the half, the the LAFC fans are just losing their minds. They're they're still they're still cheering like they have a chance in this game, which we all know they don't. They don't three 0 at the half. I mean it's it's rough. Sorry, we're gonna we're gonna take it to you. So <clears throat> this was their first three goal halftime defi- deficit in club history. That now it's not a long history. I believe they entered in 2018, but it's uh. You know, hell, it was only Sporting's uh, fifth time ever that we've scored three goals in the first half of a regular season road game. It's kind of interesting. Seems like we're pretty good on the road. I don't know. What do you guys think? So, LAFC were absolutely just eager, right? Just totally eager. They're common, and they should. I heard people say that, uh, you know, Sporting wasn't that great in the second half, and it's like, I don't know if that was it. I think it was that LAFC came out with something to prove. LAFC came out with, uh, you know, vengeance. They're like, this is unacceptable, which, as you would expect. So they had chance after chance, and Amelia's, you know, standing on his head. And I just, I was kind of shocked, right? I was kind of shocked. So not to mention, Gatikinda gets on the score sheet later on, but that was not before... um, Oh my goodness, bear with me here, folks. Make the score 4-1, uh, Musovski. There was a through ball, and it was like, it was clinical. It was just like, oh, well, that happened quickly. That sucks. Tim did not care for that, as you saw in his face. Um, then they thought they had a penalty, right? Remember that? Second half stoppage. Alan Kelly. Is Alan Kelly the best referee in MLS? Can we talk about that? I think Alan Kelly is consistent and doesn't put up with crap, doesn't get walked all over. You know, I, I can't find, I can't see any time that I've ever cursed out Alan Kelly, and I, I like to do that sometimes. But Alan Kelly, you know, he, he points to the spot after Fontas uh, tripped a dude on the edge of the box. Now VAR comes in and sees that the foul did take place outside of the penalty box. Boom! VAR works, guys. VAR works in this moment, and we got to celebrate that. All right? Take a minute. Pour one out for all the terrible VAR games. 
but it actually worked this time. And then, of course, Vela's free kick missed the target. So what are you going to do? That was late in the game. Uh, it ends 4-1. Here's something surprising to me, okay? We usually outshoot teams by a lot. And LAFC outshot us 21-9. to However, we had five shots on goal and converted four of them. I'd say that's pretty uh, pretty good. They only had one shot on goal. So zero saves for Tim, which just means our defense was was doing great things. You know what I mean? Kind of awesome. But total 28 fouls in this game. Had quite a few cards as well. Zussi got a yellow card. Ilya got a yellow card. I believe that put him on yellow card accumulation for the upcoming Colorado game. Fontas got a yellow card. Espinosa got a yellow card. And four LAFC players got yellow cards. So... Alan Kelly, man, tell me he's the best referee they got. Tell me, because I know it's true. Let's move on. That was Wednesday, late game. I got my nap in. It felt good. Stayed up for the whole thing and then couldn't go to bed because I was so excited. 4-1 win, that's awesome. You go to Colorado on Saturday. Now, Colorado, I believe, at this time, sitting about fourth place in the West, somewhere around there. Not very many points behind SKC, like six, I think. Not bad at all. So it's at their place. Goalkeeper Tim Melia, three saves on the night. I think he would have had more because, uh, oh, what happened? They called a foul on one of his, there was a save that he had, but it was called a foul, and another save he had was actually offside. So I was like, man, this dude's got like five saves tonight, ideally. So let's talk about this lineup. What's a 4-3-3 formation? Well, that's what Sporting KC plays, obviously, all the time, without a doubt. 4-3-3. Not. Now we got a 3-5-2. What does that mean? So you're thinking two strikers at the top with a congested midfielder of midfield of five people and three three defensive backs? I'm interested. I'll color me interested all of a sudden because you've got Grayson Barber in there. You've got Amadou Dia. You got Wilson Harris. Roberto Punchets, which everyone's like, who's this guy? Haven't seen him since May. So it's pretty it's pretty wild. Pretty wild. Uh, you know, we spent a lot of time trying to deal with their pressure. But he's a Matt Marine. Dealt with Michael, Michael Barrios very well. You guys know Michael Barrios? Do you hate him like most of us do? Because that's kind of how, uh, how we feel. You just see the... You can easily point him out, too. He's the fast guy with the yellow mohawk, and you're like, okay, I hate this guy because he's fast. And But Easy stepped with him and was, like, you know, taking care of him in the box and not fouling him and colored me surprised. It was awesome. All right? Uh, Grayson Barber, Wilson Harris, they were trying to get things going up at the top. It wasn't really working out. Uh, you had Mark Anthony Kay in there. Doing putting shots on frame that Melia was taking care of, no problem. That being said, do you guys know how to pronounce Mark Anthony K? Because I believe we had a question. Uh, uh, <laughs> I gave Jimmy crap a while back about pronouncing Mark Anthony K. Do you guys remember this? And he said it was Mark Anthony Kaye, and I was like, nah, I don't know if that's true, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna uh, dispute that for you. But Garrett Alley says, does JC Mac 3 still actually believe it's pronounced Kaye? I'm, be- I'm beginning to think he purpose- purposefully mispronounces names to drive content. That's a, 
That's a hell of an accusation there, uh, Garrett Alley, that, that Jimmy would do that for the pod. I, I appreciate it if that's what he's doing, but I just don't uh, – I think he might have heard that somewhere. I, I really don't think he would have made that up. But we all hear Mark Anthony K. Are we, are we all in agreement that it's Mark Anthony K.? Because that's what I'm going to go with, and we're going to give him a ton of crap next week when he comes back. Because <laughs> why would I do anything different? Uh, who's the who, who's another guy on on this team we don't like? Jack Price, because Jack Price is uh, very good. Colorado captain uh, tends to give us a lot of trouble. You know, uh, saving, having little kick saves in the back, rushing back, and even making things happen in the midfield and stuff. So, well, here's the deal: second half starts. And we hit that 4-3-3 formation again. All is restored. Things feel good. Luis Martins replaced Amadou Dia. Cam Duke, back from a little injury, replaces Roberto Punchets. And uh, then Alan Polito comes in in about the 59th minute. Easy. Uh, Easy had to exit as well with a uh, little injury action. So that wasn't uh, that wasn't good. So we saw a little Cave Rod time, but... Hoping Isi's all right, as it was his non-previously injured hamstring. So it was his other one, and that's that's kind of scary. So now you're hoping Polito gets something done. You're like, we're putting him in for 30 minutes. Maybe it gets done. Nah, man. Still still not fine in the net. Uh, Tim still having to try to deal with things on his end. Diego Rubio comes in. We're all like, oh, shit, maybe, he, maybe we get scored on by Rubio. That sucks. We know how that feels. But, uh, nah, man, we got a road resort, R- road result. We got the point. There was zero goals in this game, and it didn't feel like a boring nil-nil game. It felt, uh, I don't know, it felt good. It felt really good to get a point at Colorado. Now, they didn't have Kellen Acosta. He wasn't back. Uh, he wasn't playing. We thought we'd see him after the Gold Cup. But, uh, anyways, we got outscored again. Colorado outscored us 13-6. to I don't expect that trend to continue um, unless we continue to score all our shots like we did against LAFC, but uh, I, I, I fully think we'll be shooting more. Anyhow, LAFC happens, but, or that Colorado happened, uh, sorry. But also that week, guys, Daniel Shalwey selected for the 2021 MLS All-Star Game presented by Target. How do we feel about this? I love it. I think Daniel's getting rewarded for his play this year. It's, uh, you know, with lead, leading the leagues and combined goals and assists, it's fantastic. He's the first Sporting KC Academy product to earn the All-Star uh, award, the recognition like that. So he was one of 13 players picked by the coach. Guys, we didn't even vote him in. Our fan vote means nothing. It's because we. it's a smaller market. You got people like you got teams like LAFC voting in four of their players for the All Star game, and we couldn't even get one. Well, got newsflash for you: our one selected All Star beat your four fan votes. So I don't know what that says. Maybe your fans are terrible. I don't know. Anyhow, Daniel Shallery's twenty five. He's been playing six seasons here. Okay, he's killing the damn thing, man. Uh, goals and assists, touches in the opponent's box, chances created. Shots, shots on target. It's insane. I'm not gonna go through all the numbers, but it's uh he's having a comeback year, hundred percent. And if you guys haven't seen the video, um, SportingKC.com, they did a they paid a little tribute to Daniel, and he was walking the the halls with Peter, and they unveiled a big uh, you know I think a jersey 
uh, an MLS All-Star announcement for him, and he was on a Zoom call with his uh, mom, dad, sister, and it was it was cool. It was it was touching and nice to see. So, congrats to Daniel. We'll have to get him back on here one of these days before he blows up and uh, we sell him to another club or something. Boom! Segway, Gianluca Busio. What is happening? Did we all see this coming? Yes. Does it hurt any less? Not really. Why am I so upset about this? I, I'm not upset. I'm happy for him. 19-year-old Gianluca Busio to Venezia FC in the Italian Serie A. Okay? He's been been with us for five seasons. 19 years old. We had him when he was 15. Just a little just a little uh, sexy baby, you know? And he uh, he's gone now. And I, I've always viewed sports as very very transactional football basketball whatever people leave people get sold people get traded it is what it is you have to deal with it but this one feels different this one feels i don't know man i wasn't i wasn't ready for it and i just you know drake ewing asked i need an honest answer did you tear up just even a little seeing busio finally transferred to venezia also their new kits look absolutely fire and Daniel Gooden added, especially the video of very young Busio. Yes, Drake, Daniel. <laughs> the, the the young Busio video where he was just like, like, I don't know. I, I can't believe I'm here right now. I just His face just looked very innocent. And now he's out here balling out, man. So to see his Instagram and his sister and his mom's Twitters and stuff, like posting about it, it's just, we, he left an impression on us. And we left an impression on him. You know, it's a very proud moment for him and his family, he said. And he said, I'd like to thank everyone who's made it possible, especially all the people at Sporting KC who have helped me become the player and person I am today. Sporting will always have a special place in my heart, and I'm grateful to have started my career at such an amazing club. The people, the fans, the city, everything about Kansas City was perfect, and it will always feel like home. This is the next step in my career, and I'm really excited to join Venezia. Yeah, I mean, they announced him on a freaking Venice Canal boat. I think I'd be excited, too. Probably a big old plate of uh, authentic al dente spaghetti, you know. That's the only Italian I know, spaghetti. But hey, he's he's only recorded eight goals and nine assists in 70 appearances. Does that make him the best player ever? It doesn't, but it makes him one of the top teenagers. And he's a huge deal, man. And we still have his, his rights, I believe, if he were to ever want to come back to the league i believe we uh you know would get right to first refusal if you will but this is cool as we've we've mentioned venezia uh italian club they were just promoted to the top flight i mean they are they're in tier one there and that's cool they're they're on a i don't want to say a winning streak or anything they're they have momentum you know and they're excited to be there so this is cool for busio to maybe get that done not to mention we got a big multi-level marketing theme going on where if they sell him we also get some money. So that's kind of exciting. Well, let's move it on because Gianluca Busio, I mean, one gone, one comes in. As we signed a midfielder, Jose, Mo- Jose Mori? Maori? Well, Jose Mori. I think Mori, I think the freaking talk show. And I'm like, oh, that's not my baby. You know, it's weird. Hey, they put out a thing, though, because I don't know anything about this guy, as I'm sure you guys haven't heard of him either, but he has six seasons of experience in the Serie A. Hey, Busio, go to the Serie A. We'd like to take a, a guy from the Serie A. This feels very, very strange, but he played for Parma, Empoli, and AC Milan. 
in like six years. So, but uh, recently he had a two-year time with Argentine Primera Division club Talleres de Cordoba. All right, feeling good. Uh, he's he's, you know, he, he seems like a decent player. Uh, he had a break. He he was good as a teenager there. Uh, he stood out a little bit at AC Milan. He was loaned out, then he returned, uh, had some Europa League appearances, um, back then to Argentina. He was a youth international. Uh, we represented Italy with U16, 17, and 21 international levels. So he's played with you know players like Mario Balotelli, uh, uh, other names I can't really pronounce, Le- Leonardo Banucci, Gianluigi Daruma, and Cas- Casca Honda. Right? Sure. We'll say that. Um, anyways, I don't know. Hope you guys gave him a big welcome on social media. Um, I don't expect him to be in the lineup anytime soon. Maybe uh, maybe a couple weeks. I think he's got to get his transfer certificate and P1 visa in order and all that. So welcome to Jose Mori. Uh, I'm excited. I'm interested to know if Jimmy did any uh, research on this because that'd be cool. Be cool to hear a little more. I'm sure Jimmy... Did all the extensive research as he's on some nude beach somewhere. So, yeah, I know, Jimmy. I know you're listening to this right now. Just hanging out with your wang out. I get it. Anyway, (laughs) enjoy that visual. I'm losing my mind here. Doing a podcast by yourself. I'm absolutely losing my mind. That's okay. It's a pandemic. We've all lost our minds. Guys, you were probably surprised to even listen to this podcast today because as we usually record on Wednesday... I'm recording Tuesday, and I'm going to drop this today to preview this Club Leon game tonight. All right? We are in the League's Cup, and you guys are probably thinking, or some of you, maybe. Maybe I'm in the minority here with Sean Goodwin, as he said on Twitter. I'm excited for this. I'm excited, and I think we should put something into this. Others think, uh, no, this is stupid, and I don't think it's stupid. I think, you know, they're they're top competition in Liga MX, and we're top competition in mls so it's kind of like let's go man they're doing this whole thing at the mls all-star game now where they got to play league mx teams and uh it's it's i don't know i'm excited and i think i don't know people ask peter about this hey did you rest did you rest the guys against colorado so you'd have fresher legs on tuesday against club leon and he's like um i started the guys you know that i knew could get you know that i thought could get the result in colorado and it's like come on Come on, he definitely rested shallowy and only gave Polito 30 minutes and only gave, or, you know, didn't play Johnny. And it's like, he's going to put out a good lineup tonight, right? Against Club Leon? I, I guess only time will tell. But Peter's not fooling us. I mean, the, the media guys, they're on to you. You know, uh, you, you know your Sean Goodwins, uh, your Thad Bells, uh, uh, your Daniel Sperry's. Like, they, they know what's going on, Peter. You're not, you're not a sly dog, all right? But hey, this is an eight-team competition. It is literally two two wins, and then you're in the final uh, in late September. So I'd like to see us continue in this competition. It's it's a game, and it's part of a season ticket package if you have season tickets. So and it's a random Tuesday night. What else were you going to do? Uh, watch The Bachelor from last night or something? Like, come on. Come on. It's going to be fun. So four MLS clubs. I'm I'm all team MLS for this. I'd love to see... MLS take it to them. I, I think Tigres and Pumas and San, Santos and Leon are, you know, they're just starting their season and uh, we're in form potentially. I mean, you could say that, but uh, 
I'd, I'd say that they're rested and they're ready to play. So could be fun. Seven o'clock, August 10th. Good times. You know, it's it's the first time we've played a, a Mexican foe since 2019 when we had the, uh, uh, you know, what when Monterey came to town and uh, kind of murdered us. So <laughs> not very fun. But I did read that we are eight and five and six at home in international competitions, but six and two and two at Children's Mercy Park. Now, if this goes to a draw, I assume, I don't know if they'd go over, you know, extra time. I think they'd go straight to penalties. I I haven't read enough on that, but I presumably, I don't know. That could be, that could be fun, right? See Tim blocking some, some penalties from uh, Mexico's best strikers and whatnot. That'd be cool. But we're in a good we're in a good run of form. All right, we are first place in the Western Conference. We rank second with 1.83 goals per match. Damn, we are almost scoring twice per match. That's pretty cool. Uh, defense has been great too, though. Tim Miller is killing it. Andrea Fontes is doing well. Um, you know, Leon is uh, uh, they they kicked off their season with two wins and a loss. So they suffered a loss on July 24th, and then they bounced back to uh, wins on July 31st and August 5th. So, fun stuff. Players to watch from them, though. You're talking uh, Angel Mena, William Tassio. They helped them to the title last December. So this this club is nothing to scoff at. You know, they they did win their Apertura title. December 2020, but whatever. It, pandemic titles don't count, right? Isn't that what we're saying? 2020, nothing counted. It's just the year is just wiped off the face of the earth. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit some hit some questions here. All right, Eric Martinez, tattoo the great. He said, I asked you if they could repeat 10 points in five games. They got eight, which is great considering the compact and strength of the schedule. What's the next five in your opinion? Oh, Eric, next five games, is that what you're saying, I guess? So I know that include probably not going to include Leon, obviously, but you're talking league games as I vamp to pull up the sketch. We got to go to Dallas this weekend. Four days later, we're home with Portland. Three days later, we go to Minnesota. Then a week later, that Colorado comes to town. And then we're back out to LAFC. Holy moly. Is it dumb? to assume that we can get 12 points in five games? Is that is that crazy? Maybe 10? 10 could be good. Um, right? That's a victory? Yeah. 10 in five games would be nice. Uh, 12's ambitious, but we'll just have to see what happens. I think, I think we go to Dallas and smack them in the mouth for giving us our only loss at Children's Mercy Park. Like, that's just, it's unacceptable. They're going to be fired up for Dallas. They hate Dallas, right? So you're talking... Uh, you know, then Portland's got to come to town. Haven't really messed with them yet. Going out to Minnesota, Colorado coming to town could be tough, but I think that's uh that can be done. You know, that's on a Saturday. And then back out at LAFC, man, they might have some vengeance on their mind, thinking about when we spanked their bottoms. So we'll see, but I think it's possible, Eric. Um, Connor Bateman says, expect a strong lineup tonight. 
Also, what's with us getting screwed on the schedule the past few games? LAFC and Colorado had a week off when playing us, and Leon's last game was on 8-5. Tough stretch of games for us, but great results earned, even with the unbalanced schedule. Connor, I uh, I do expect a strong lineup personally. I think for the Leon game, I, I think he, Peter rolls out, you know, the big guns. But as far as the congestion and the schedule, I think that's just... I thought every, everyone's kind of having a little bit of that. I think 12 games happened on last Wednesday, which is just bizarre. Um, but the COVID, the late, the season starting late, and then, you know, the condensed schedule and everything, it was, uh, we have to play those Wednesday games to get them all in. So, uh, who's next? Who's next? Beej McGillishaw said, what was with the Colorado fans booing whoever played right back? Uh, Daniel Gooden knew exactly what I was going to say. Says it's a thing they always do. Whoever's closest to that section gets booed. Very true, uh, Beach. It. Uh, I remember they did it to Zeusy uh, one time, and it was like it just sounded like the Zeus boo that we do at Children's Mercy Park. And it's like, okay, well, Zeusy's used to that, right? They they do it whoever's on that outside backside. So, uh, is it dumb? Sure. It's kind of like you know yelling air ball when. Whenever someone gets the ball and in, in, in basketball and they previously had an air ball. So, uh, let's see. Pac Northwest SKC supporters said, How surprised were you to see Vermees seemingly prioritizing League's Cup with the lineup in Colorado? I get it. You don't get a trophy for beating the Rapids, but does it feel like a wasted opportunity if SKC loses to Leon? Good freaking point. Seemingly prioritizing League's Cup to have, you know, to have your, uh, your starters there. I mean, this is. The big wigs of MLS are looking at these four MLS teams playing these Mexican clubs. They don't want them to play some, you know, USL players. You know, no offense to those guys, but it's they want to see the big guns. And I think we'll definitely see Polito and Ilya and because I think that they uh, they were in the press conference. Now, I could be wrong. Maybe they were in it just because there were a lot of Spanish questions. But I'd like to think that they were also in it because they will be playing. So, I... I I kind of was surprised at first, but now I kind of I kind of get it. So it, it would have felt like a wasted opportunity if we lost at Colorado. Getting that road point, guys, it felt like like that's that was fine. You know what I mean? That felt okay. So what do we got? Brett Ryan says uh, with Busio officially gone, do you think there's one midfielder in line ready to take his place, or do you think it would be more of a rotation depending on availability? Um, you know. Remy Walters kind of stepped in the midfield for a bit. Ilya can step in there. Uh, I think, I think it will. I think it could be a rotation depending on availability. I mean, there are, there are guys that could step in there. You know, we we haven't. You know, Felipe Hernandez is still gone, so we're kind of you know without him right now. And I don't know. I think I think rotation, honestly. Uh, Chip Colmia, what up, Chip? Said thoughts on us starting a different formation reportedly without really trying it out before. Uh, I thought it was bonkers. Just seeing three five two, I was just like, "Who? What are we watching? Who is this team?" You know, it felt it felt wild, but like in a drunk, exciting, jump off the top of a roof into a pool way. You know what I mean? Let's see what happens. Could be fun. Could be disastrous. You know, uh, just the midfield just seems so clogged and congested. Right? We're not used to five in the midfield, so it felt weird. Austin Rogers League's Cup excited or not dude i am i'm very excited so it it's a it's a tuesday game that's always kind of different um 
you know, getting out there. I, I assume, I assume a lot of, uh, a lot of Mexican fans will be there. Why, why wouldn't they? Um, I think there's a huge contingent in Kansas City and, and Wyandotte County in general and, and other adjacent counties that I think that, uh, I think people show up, man. I think it could be fun. And if we win, then this is the most important thing in my life. <laughs> if we lose, well, this was dumb. <laughs> if we lose, I'm just like, why are we even in this? This is stupid. So I feel that, uh, I feel it could be fun, man. I feel it could be, it, it could be, uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to expect. That's what's so fun about this. What, what do you expect? Do you expect a win over a Mexican club that won the freaking championship last December? Or do you feel good about us and our flow and how we're doing? I mean, then Peter could surprise us all and, and you know, put in John Pulskamp and Wilson Harris and Grayson Barber. I I don't think he'll do that, but, you know, stranger things have happened. So, well, gosh, what do I, where do we go from here? I mean, that's it, right? I don't need to go an hour for you, for you jamokes. I can just, it's 35 minutes in. I feel pretty good about this. Um, if you listen to this, good God, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I, I, a lot of you know that I'm the, the guy that just kind of provides commentary. You know, Jimmy Mack is the, uh, play by play and I'm the color commentary guy. It's kind of what it is. It works. It ebbs and it flows. It, he's the kind of little serious and I crack him up every now and then, you know, but to do this alone, pretty eye-opening experience so i hope you guys enjoyed it i wasn't able to secure a player especially with the league's cup game on the horizon uh the team's real busy but i think we'll have jimmy back with us next week and we can work on getting a player on for us and talking to him you know you got leon tonight at 7 p.m that's also an espn2 tonight so that's nationally televised game um leave us a, a rating and review on the apple podcast app Get on there, and uh, we like to read those and, and show love and respect to people that show love and respect to us. Uh, don't forget to head over to manscaped.com. Enter your code NOOTHERPOD at checkout. Get your 20% off plus free shipping. And that's on everything, guys uh, and gals. If you want just, just a razor or just some shaving cream or just the boxer briefs, which are awesome in my opinion, go do it. If you want, uh, you know, if you want to go get your bidet, you go to hellotushy.com slash no other. We still got that going on over there. If you haven't gotten a bidet, why not? This Delta variant's going to kick up and toilet paper's going to be gone again. And if you're still using toilet paper, will you grow up? All right? It is, it is 2021. You don't use toilet paper anymore. You splash your water with a... You splash your water. You splash your bottom with a jet stream of water and it just takes care of the rest. You know, give a little pat-pat dry. You're good to go. Uh, you can follow me at Dan Couser, uh, K-O-O-S-E-R. That's on Twitter and the Instagrams. I'm not great at socials, you know, and I don't, you know, I look too much into it. I'm like, oh, I didn't get a lot of likes. Now I'm sad because I base my emotions off freaking social media because that's what we do now. Uh, it's a wild place out there, folks. So that's why we really appreciate you. And I really appreciate all the questions on here. That was a lot of fun uh, answering all those you got at no other pod on Instagram. We're trying to do a little more on Instagram and Twitter. Always doing things on the tweets. And you can also email us, nootherpod at gmail.com. 
People haven't emailed us in a while. If you got a lot to say that's more than 280 characters or whatever that is on Twitter, you just send us an email and we'll get to it. All right? We get people, uh, we used to get people all the time emailing us. So, guys, gals, thank you so much. I'm going to get out of here and I'm going to go enjoy some Leagues Cup. And I hope you do too. So, Dan Kuzer signing off. I love you. Bye bye. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.